My name is Padraig Tuma, and all throughout my 20s, my health wasn't great. I had one of those elongated fatigue conditions and it was fatiguing, of course, but it was also fatiguing to be fatigued. And the pressures sometimes that people put on me to say, you need to really want to get better. Sometimes I was too tired to want to get better. I just needed to get through the day. And for me, one of the things I needed to learn was these twin realities of recognizing that I had to change my expectations and also that I could find ways that art could help me, writing poetry, reading poetry, having a conversation that felt creative, even though my life didn't feel very creative. My Worries Have Worries by Laura Villarreal My worries have worries, so I built little matchstick houses with large ceilings, a garden for them to grow tomatoes, cilantro and carrots their worry babies will eat. But they chew on the hen bit of me anyway, both my past and future entwined into disasters. I tell them I worry about their health, that they're not eating properly. I mother them the way I do anyone I love. They ask if I love myself. I tug the sleeves of my sweater, begin thatching a leaking roof, water their garden. At night, I can hear them dancing around a bonfire, all I've built burned down as soot snowfall. Tomorrow, they'll wait for me and I'll reconstruct their home. Anyone would do the same. I love the brilliant imagination behind this poem to let your worries have characters and to turn them into worry babies with worry houses and worry activities and worry bonfires and little worry malevolences back as well as little worry wisdoms. Laura Villarreal here has made an internal conversation happen through characters. All of these are voices in herself, of course. There's a theory in conflict resolution called distanciation, where when you're in the middle of a conflict, you're supposed to step away from it. You can ask somebody to talk about their conflict in the third person, to describe it in the future tense. You can ask them to use a language technique that can help them feel just a tiny bit removed in order to be able to see, have a little bit of distance to the thing that is so consuming them. So many psychologists would recommend the same thing. And art has known this for a very long time, that somehow the closer you are to something, the less you can see it. What Laura Villarreal has done so brilliantly here is to let the worries be characters in and of themselves, that they have their own independence. When she recognizes that she mothers them the way she does anyone she loves, then the worries come in with that extraordinary question of insight. Do you love yourself? And she tugs the sleeves of her sweater. This is a person who's built houses, 
put gardens together, is industrious in the relationship with worries. And here is just tugging the sleeves of the sweater, left without anything to do, because this question is such an important and interesting question. And then she finds something to do. Thatch the leaking roof and water the garden. When it's clear the whole way through already that they're not interested in a garden. They're interested in setting things on fire. And she too is being called around that fire. I think Laura Villarreal has done something absolutely brilliant in this poem by using this drama therapy almost to show and exhibit to us the ways within which there is a cyclical experience of the conversation between herself and worries. If I'm able to resolve my worries, if I'm somehow able to move beyond having this kind of relationship with my worries, will they be upset? Will they feel like I've been faithless? I feel such tremendous respect for Laura Villarreal, where she has crafted this voice that so many of us can connect with, where we have perhaps an overabundance of relationship to the worrying part of ourselves and wouldn't know who we'd be or what we'd do were that worrying part of ourselves to somehow become less worried. things that the poem knows is that whether or not a particular time of worry or anxiety or pressure is just for a few months or goes on for a number of years, it doesn't matter because each of those can feel just as intense. Tomorrow they'll wait for me and I'll reconstruct their home. Anyone would do the same. The speaking voice of this poem can't imagine a future where there would be a different relationship to the worry, even though the worries are not paying attention to the things that she's doing to look after them. They're gnawing at the bit of her and burning down everything she's offering them. They eat the hen bit of me. Hen bit is a plant, you know, useful for holding soil together during winter storms. And so the worries eat her capacity to hold things together. She's caught in a cycle, but she can't imagine her way out of the cycle. There's such empathy and such connection for any time in any of our lives where we felt in the moment of thinking, I feel like if I were to break out of this, I wouldn't know who I am. And therefore people saying, break out of it, get better, try this, try that. All of that can seem totally overwhelming. She has painted for us the dilemma at the heart of the dilemma, which is that it can be hard to hold on to the possibility that things might change. There's a lot of imagery about fire the whole way throughout this poem. It begins with a house that's built with matchsticks. That's just asking to be burnt down in a way. And then the house gets set alight and the worries dance around the bonfire of it while soot falls like snowfall. So who sets the house alight? Could the house be built with something else? Do these worries need a house? Do they need something else? And if the worries don't want to be in a house, where do they want to be? Do they want to dance? What about if she built a fire for them so that they could dance around it together? 
such interesting imagery comes from imagining the worries as these distinct characters with their distinct lives. On the one hand, these little worries are wild. They're uncontainable. I find them fiercely independent. They're doing what they want. And yet in doing what they want, they have some information embedded within them, which is about dance, which is about fire, which is saying we don't want to be contained. We want to be set loose like fire, like burning things down. And what is that next level of the conversation between the worrying speaker of the poem and the worries as they are dancing around this conflagration? I always am moved by the line in the middle of this poem, I mother them the way I do anyone I love. I find it devastating. And it's clear that the speaker of the poem is showing a certain kind of love to her worries. And the poem knows too that they don't love her back, not in the way that she imagines they will anyway. Perhaps she was imagining them to say, thanks very much for the house. Thanks very much for the cilantro. Perfect. That's great. We'll stay here. But they don't. They go wild. And where can the speaker of the poem be in a different mode? Is it that the rage of the worries dancing around the bonfire is in fact her own rage or anger or creativity or surprise or change or just the desire to dance? The drama of this poem is that it's written from a place of predictability, but the insight of the poem is recognising this and therefore the poem is an invitation into something else that can be done to disrupt this cycle so that something new, something magnificent and surprising can happen in the conversation and dynamic between the speaker of the poem and the worries. My Worries Have Worries by Laura Villarreal My worries have worries, so I built little matchstick houses with large ceilings, a garden for them to grow tomatoes, cilantro and carrots their worry babies will eat. But they chew on the hen bit of me anyway, both my past and future entwined into disasters. I tell them I worry about their health, that they're not eating properly. I mother them the way I do anyone I love. They ask if I love myself. I tug the sleeves of my sweater, begin thatching a leaking roof, water their garden. At night, I can hear them dancing around a bonfire. All I've built burned down, a soot snowfall. Tomorrow, they'll wait for me and I'll reconstruct their home. Anyone would do the same.
My Worries Have Worries comes from Laura Villarreal's book, Girl's Guide to Leaving. Thank you to University of Wisconsin Press, who gave us permission to use Laura's poem. Read it on our website at onbeing.org. Poetry Unbound is Gautam Shrikishan, Eddie Gonzalez, Lillian Vo, Lucas Johnson, Amy Chatelaine, Kayla Edwards, and me, Chris Hegel. Our music is composed and provided by Gautam Shrikishan and Blue Dot Sessions. This podcast is produced by On Being Studios, which is located on Dakota land. Open your world to poetry with us by subscribing to our Substack newsletter at poetryunbound.org. You may also enjoy our other podcast, On Being with Krista Tippett, or our newsletter, The Pause. Visit us at onbeing.org to find out more.